Welcome to Dim Sum Mandarin Lesson 27. Welcome to Lesson 27 of Dim Sum Mandarin, the podcast where you'll pick up contextual Mandarin in bite-sized chunks. A lot of the language in Module 3 is rather unique to Mandarin, such as the various uses of le and the how complement that we saw in the last lesson. We hope that the Dim Sum Mandarin method of approaching the language has helped you understand and have a good sense of how to utilize these components when you're building your own sentences. In Module 3, besides going through a couple of key grammar points in each lesson, we'll also listen to a dialogue between James, Guangxiang, and Li Jing. With this free version of the podcast, we'll go through a summary of the dialogue after listening to it. With the summary, you get a sense of what has been exchanged in the dialogue. However, to assist in your learning, we recommend that you check out the extended version of the podcast in which we'll go through line by line the vocabulary and grammar used in the dialogue. To get more information about our premium memberships, please head over to www.dimsummandarin.com. If you are not already a subscriber to the podcast, do click on the subscribe button in iTunes or any other podcast app you might be using, so that new lessons will be delivered to you automatically every Thursday. If you have enjoyed Dim Sum Mandarin and have found the lessons useful, we would then like to ask you to please leave us a review on iTunes. We value every review that we receive and your review will also help to promote the podcast to other Mandarin learners. During the rest of the week, to find other like-minded friends to learn Mandarin with, you can also interact with the Dim Sum Mandarin community on our Facebook fan page. Okay, let's get into lesson 27. In lesson 26, we started to look at an important part of speech called compliments, and in particular, we learned how to use the complement of manners, or the how complement as we call it. In this lesson, we are moving on to learn the complement of result, or as we call it at Dim Sum Mandarin, the result complement. Remember that complements refer to the part of a sentence that adds more information to usually the main verb of the sentence. Just as the how complement describes how someone performs an action, the result complement describes the result or effects of the action indicated by the verb. The result complement itself can either be an adjective or a verb. In English, we can say something along the lines of I finished reading this book. If we think about this sentence, the main action here is the reading of the book and we want to convey that the reading action is completed or finished. In English, finish can function as a verb, and in Mandarin, we'll use a result complement to convey this. To read is kan, and we'll attach the result complement wan and say kan wan. Wan is actually a verb meaning to complete or to finish as well. 
So I finished reading this book in Mandarin. Will be, 我看完了这本书 This sentence can be understood as, I read and finished this book. That is, the main action is to read, and the result of that action is to finish. 我看完了这本书我看完了这本书 We can also say, "I finished doing my homework." In this sentence, the main action is actually the doing of the homework, and we want to convey that the doing action is completed or finished. In Mandarin, we'll say, "我做完了功课 Here, 功课 means homework. 做 or to do is the main verb. And we tag on the result complement "wan," which is to complete or to finish, to indicate that the doing of the homework is completed. So that's 我做完了功课我做完了功课 Now let's explore what happens when we don't include the result complement in these sentences. In this first sentence. If we drop the result complement, we'll say, "I read this book." We'll generally understand this statement as, "I read this book," but just as in English, it's clear that you did read the book, but it's actually unclear whether you read the whole book and have finished reading it. However, by adding the result complement "one," and we say, "I read this book." There is now no doubt that you have read and finished the book. Similarly, for the second example, we can say "I did my which will be understood as "I did my homework." But from the statement, it is actually not clear if you have finished doing your homework. To make it clear that you did and finished your homework, you need to add the result complement "one," that is. 我做完了功课 One is a very common result complement that is used to denote the completion of an action. Let's continue to look at some other common result complements and their uses. The next result complement we want to talk about is 到 Previously, we've learned that 到 is a verb that means to arrive at a particular place or a particular point in time. But as a result complement, "tao" is used to indicate that the objective of the action has been achieved, and that you have obtained the result of the action. For example, we can ask the question, "Ni chao dao fang zi le ma?" Chao means to search or to look for, and fang zi refers to a house, an apartment, or simply a place to stay. So, 你找到房子了吗 means have you found a place? 到 is an interesting result complement because it completes the objective of the verb 找 that is to look for in this situation. So that 找到 conveys the meaning of to have found. That is, the action of looking for has achieved its objective and something has been found. So. Have you found a place? Is 
你找到房子了吗？你找到房子了吗 ？And if you have found a place, you can say, 我找到房子了。If we leave out the result complement and just say, 我找房子了 ，that will be understood as, I've looked at houses. But with no clear indication that you have actually found a place. So to complete the sense that the searching has a result, you would say, "I found a place," which is, 我找到房子了。我找到房子了。As a reply, this could have also been shortened to, 找到了。That would be equivalent to a simple yes in English. 找到了 In a similar manner, we can use 到 as a result complement with 看 and say, 我看到海了海 refers to the sea or ocean, and 我看到海了 means I see the ocean. So you can imagine driving the family to the beach on the weekend. And your excited kid saying that when he catches the first glimpse of the ocean, 我看到海了。我看到海了。If we drop 到 and modify the sentence slightly and say, 我在看海 that means I'm looking at the sea. So 看 on its own means to look, but with the result complement 到看到 Means to see, that is, something has been perceived in the looking process. If we move from our sense of sight to our sense of hearing, a similar situation occurs. For example, we can say, 我听到闹钟响了闹钟 means alarm clock, and 响 is the verb for to make a sound or to ring. So. 我听到闹钟响了 means I hear the alarm ringing. That's 我听到闹钟响了我听到闹钟响了 If we drop 到 and again modify the sentence and say 我在听音乐 this sentence will now mean I am listening to music. So, ting on its own means to listen, but when tao is added, ting tao means to hear, and the result complement indicates that something has been perceived in the listening process. Now, so far we have seen the use of the result complement tao to change the verb zhao from to look for into to find, which can be understood as having looked for and obtained something. Tao also changed the verb can from to look into to see, which can be understood as having looked and perceived something. And in the same manner, it changed the verb ting from to listen into to hear, which can be understood as having listened and perceived something. In each case, the result complement conveys that an objective has been achieved. Either through obtaining something or through having perceived something, 
and it helps that there's a set of matching English words to find, to see, and to hear that conveys the meaning of both the action itself and the objective achieved. Let's look at the next example where we no longer have differing English words to convey separately the action and the associated result. In this case, let's put Tao behind the verb mai, that is to buy, and ask, We know all the words in that sentence, and it means, Did you buy that pair of jeans? This is an interesting example because if we drop Tao and simply said, It would also mean, Did you buy that pair of jeans? This is a situation where there is no difference between the English sentences, even though one refers to And the other refers to When Tao is used as a result complement in this case, my Tao has a sense that you may have had an intent on buying a particular pair of jeans and you were successful in buying and obtaining it. Whereas my, on its own, focuses simply on the act itself without necessarily having a particular purpose. So in English, 你买了那条牛仔裤吗? can be understood as Did you buy that pair of jeans? Whereas 你买到了那条牛仔裤吗? can be understood as Did you manage to buy that pair of jeans? Giving a greater sense of intent to the buying. So if I knew that you went out shopping and you had told me about this pair of jeans that you really wanted to buy, when you came home with shopping bags, the question I would ask would be, 你买到了那条牛仔裤吗? 你买到了那条牛仔裤吗? And assuming that you did not buy the pair of jeans, the answer you would give would be, 我没买到那条牛仔裤。Here, we see the negation of a phrase involving the result complement. That is, you will use may plus the verb plus the result complement. So that can be understood as I didn't manage to buy that pair of jeans or 我没买到那条牛仔裤 Or you could simply say, 没买到. That's equivalent to a simple, No, I didn't. 没买到. To assist in your learning, you can refer to our detailed lesson guides, which will include all the language covered in this lesson. To receive our lesson guides, you just need to sign up for our premium memberships. For more information, please visit our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. The third result complement we want to learn is 见. 见 on its own also means to see and is used to indicate the result of something having been perceived by our various senses. As such, 看见 conveys the same meaning as 看到 and 听见 conveys the same meaning as 听到
So we can say, 我看见海了 As well as, 我听见闹钟响了 There are two other useful new verbs that we'll learn that can be used with this result complement. The first one is the verb for to encounter, that is, 遇 遇 is generally not used on its own too much, but 遇见 is a commonly used word meaning to run into, example, to run into someone on the street. So we can say something like, 我昨天遇见了我的老师. That literally means, I encountered and saw my teacher yesterday. Or in better English, I ran into my teacher yesterday. 我昨天遇见了我的老师. 我昨天遇见了我的老师. The second verb is 梦, that is, to dream. Again, 梦 is seldom used on its own, but we can say 昨天晚上我梦见了你. That literally means I dreamt and saw you last night. Or I dreamt about you last night. 昨天晚上我梦见了你。昨天晚上我梦见了你。The last three result complements are verbs, and we'll now look at a result complement that's an adjective. That is, 好. We should be very familiar with the word 好, which means good, well, and other wonderful things. Adjectives acting as result complements are tagged onto the verb that it's describing, just as the verb result complements are. And how, as a result complement, serves to convey the sense that the action described by the verb is settled, satisfied, or completed. For example, a common question you might get asked if you were brought out to a meal in China is, 你吃好了吗? This question could actually mean two things. If you were being brought out by your host, the sense could be you ate well or did you eat well, meaning essentially, are you full? But if you were out with friends, it could also mean are you done eating? In either case, the result complement how is indicating that the action chi is either well or in a good state or Completed. So that's 你吃好了吗? 你吃好了吗? And of course, the polite answer will be 吃好了. That is, I ate well or I'm done eating. 吃好了. 吃好了. You could also ask the question. 晚饭做好了吗? If you're asking this, it probably means that you are a lucky person and someone is making dinner for you. And the question means, is dinner ready? In this situation, the result complement 好 is indicating that the action 做 is completed. That's 晚饭做好了吗? 晚饭做好了吗? 
And if dinner is not ready, you would say, 还没做好. That means, it's not yet ready. 还没做好. 还没做好. 非常好. Let's move on to this lesson's dialogue. In this free version of the podcast, we'll go through a quick summary of the dialogue after listening to it. For an in-depth explanation of the dialogue, where we'll explain all the new grammar points and vocabulary line by line, we strongly encourage you to subscribe to our extended lessons on our website at www.dimsummandarin.com. Now, let's listen to the dialogue. 对了,你们孩子出国的事都办完了吗? 还没想好呢，我们在考虑孩子应该留在中国的国际学校，去英国的寄宿学校，还是送到新加坡的私立学校？你们考虑的有什么呢？孩子一定要能学好英文，又能继续学习中文，学习环境要好，地方要安全。那
We hope that you've enjoyed Lesson 27 of Dim Sum Mandarin. You can subscribe to our premium version in which you will learn in-depth, line-by-line, the language used in the dialogue. To assist in your learning, there will also be a lesson guide detailing the grammar and vocabulary used, an audio practice podcast with our regular translation exercises, a vocabulary booster to go through the additional vocabulary related to this lesson's topic, and conversation worksheets to consolidate all the new knowledge. Dim Sum Mandarin's methodology is simple. Once you have nailed down the key grammar points and the different variations in making your own sentences, you can expand your expressions with our vocabulary booster or pick up new vocabulary using other tools suited to your needs. The important thing is to always learn the language in context so that you will remember better. To find out more about our premium membership, head over to www.dimsummandarin.com Do let us know if you have any feedback at all by clicking on the email icon on our website. And if you like our podcast, do leave us a review on iTunes as well. We value every single one of your feedback and review and they will help us produce more great content for your learning. Otherwise, 谢谢大家下载并收听我们的播客 In the meantime, happy learning and 下次见! This podcast is a production of the Language Domus. Find out more at languagedomus.com